Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. It's Saturday, and today's episode, we're talking about meetings. I know that does seem a little bit dry and dull for a Saturday night, but I can promise you it is a very, very important episode and something you need to take on board. Uh, it doesn't matter what size of business you're in. So stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. This is Billy Rickman. It is a Saturday evening here. And uh, just straight off the bat, if you hear some loud noises in the back, uh, background, some crashes, some screams, some crying, yelling, um, <laughs> then that's my boys. We just went on a, um, an adventure this afternoon up to Brisbane to see um, their great nana. So my nana spent some time up there with her. And on the way back, we stopped and got some pizza. And now I've just sat in front, in front of the, the TV watching the Flintstones uh, eating pizza. But <laughs> I'm like... I'm just holding my breath, waiting for one of them to come barging through. So because we are on limited time tonight, uh, let's get straight into it. And we'll start straight away with the review. And today's review comes from Cesar K. And she gives us five stars. And the headline is just awesome. That's all the headline is. And she says it hits all the right points. Best, best podcast I've listened to. So thank you so much, Cesar K. I've noticed a lot lately that uh, my ratings have been increasing quite a lot. Um, so people are like hitting the stars, hitting like four stars, five stars, whatever it is, uh, but they're not leaving a review as much. So if you do have the opportunity, then please make sure you give me a review. I really do appreciate it, and, uh, and it really helps the podcast and um, obviously motivates me to want to deliver higher, uh, more, more value sorry, and uh, to continue to do this for you. So the, po- the, uh, the podcast episode tonight is about scheduled meetings. Now, I know that seems like a bit of a dull subject, but it is an important one, and meetings are sometimes... Um, often thought of or reserved for big day spas or, you know, corporate, um, corporate style businesses or what have you. But in, in actual fact, you should be scheduling meetings. It doesn't matter what size of business you have, whether or not you've just got like two people in a salon, um, whether or not, you know, you've got five people, six people, it doesn't matter what the size of your business are, um, is. It's important that you schedule meetings every single week. And I'm going to go through what meetings we have in my company. And I'm also going to go through in today's episode what I think you should be having in your business. But first, let's go through the benefits of having scheduled meetings. Firstly, what it does, it allows people to get on with their work. Now, if you don't schedule a meeting about with a department or um, about a certain thing each week that you go through with a specific agenda each and every week, what happens is that conversation continues on all week long. You have a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of questions and answer and a lot of open-ended loops um, that... Uh, sorry, open loop, sorry, that you never actually get any closure on or you don't actually move forward and, and solve problems. When you have a scheduled meeting, what it does is allows people to get on with their work through the week and they can actually store up all of that information and know that they can deliver that or ask questions or find solutions during that meeting. It allows for better productivity, better efficiencies in the business. 
That's the first thing. It also allows for a lot more transparency, a better transparency in the business. So if you didn't listen to the episode of, I don't know, I think it was maybe like 15 episodes ago where I was talking about the 100-day plan. And the point of the 100-day plan was to allow your team in on what your vision and goals are for the future. So they have a really clear understanding um, of what you see for the business and then they can get on board with it. There's no point in, or sorry, it's hard for them to get on board and really understand uh, the direction of the business if you're not transparent with them about what you want to do and where you want to go. So having scheduled meeting keeps a regular um, cadence of events, allows, the, allows your team to be involved in the decision making and really allows for that transparency so they're not confused about what it is that you're actually trying to achieve in the business. The third thing it does allows for accountability. So at, within scheduled meetings, you can actually pull up metrics, you can pull up graphs, you can have specific reports, and you can say to people during those meetings, you know, this is, um, you can have, sorry, during that meeting, you'll have an agenda. And at the end of it, you'll say, okay, before next meeting, this is what we need to do. And Susan, you have to do that. Donna, you've got to do that. Sarah, by the next meeting, you have to do A, B, and C. The next meeting comes along and you ask those people whether or not they've done those things. And when you have those things in place, then your team are more likely to actually do those things, which will allow the business to achieve its goals faster. The last thing scheduled meetings do is it creates focus. This ties into transparency. Transparency is about creating a vision for the team and letting them understand where you want to go. And focus allows them to actually put the resources now into those areas, time, um, energy, money, uh, training, whatever it is, by having a focus by, uh, by having sorry, by having scheduled meetings, it allows people to understand the focus of the business, and then all those resources can actually be put into those areas. So that's the import. That's the why you should have scheduled meetings in your businesses. In your business, sorry. So let me talk you through a little bit about the meetings that I have, um, and some of these will be relevant and others won't. But I'm going to talk you through them anyway because oftentimes with the, a lot of the feedback I get with the podcast is that I can tell stories about my company, and even though we run like a marketing and sales agency. Um, people say that the stories I tell allows them to get um, or it gives them ideas or create some thoughts into how they could use some of those same ideas but just change it subtly for their own business. So I'll tell you a little bit about the, um, the meetings that I have and then I'll go through what I think any salon or any, any business in the hair and beauty industry should have as part of their scheduled meetings. So firstly, every single day I have my daily meetings with my sales team which some people would call like a daily huddle, a departmental meeting or whatever the case may be. But every single morning I have a sales briefing where we go through the numbers from yesterday, we go through the, the targets required for today, we go through one good thing that happened, one bad thing that happened and we listen to one sales call that's been recorded and we break it down as a team about where that went wrong, what they could have done better and how to improve next time. So that happens every single day. Once a week, we have a department meeting. Um, each department in the business would have a department meeting. And the department meeting isn't necessarily to go through the numbers. It's more to go through the operations of that department. Talk about how the operations are working, um, you know, any issues that are coming up, um, any issues with clients, things like that for each department where it gives people an opportunity to have a voice and to put forward any, forward any ideas, suggestions, or get some feedback on something. Now, each week also, um, I have, we have what we call like um, our HODs, which stands for head of department. So we have like um, a sales manager, we have a, a marketing manager, we have an operations manager. So they're what we would call our HODs, our heads of department. And each week, all the HODs come together with our admin team, which is like, um, like reception and, and things like that. Um, and also our, um, our customer relations team. 
and our managers, right? And we all come together and do more of like an administration and management style meeting, right? About the systems of the business as a whole. So not just departmentally, but as a, as a whole. So how one department links to the other and how those processes feed through and making sure that everything is, is smooth and, and, um, and is running efficiently, right? We also talk about any businesses that are going live next week and what the, um, what the go live plan is or, and what dates salons are going live so we can make sure the teams are, are aware. And so all of these things happen at our um, admin and managers meeting. Each week also I have a one-on-one with each HOD. So now stepping away, because I wear two hats, so I'm the CEO and I'm also sales manager. So every week as a CEO, I have a one-on-one with each HOD. So I have a one-on-one with my accounts manager, I have a one-on-one with my marketing manager, and I have a one-on-one with my operations manager. The operations are in charge of the admin and customer service, so I don't really have anything um, directly to, with those. I speak to, to the operations manager about those. Um, about that department. And so what that is, is more of a sophisticated high level meeting where we go really into the the nuts and guts of each department and I hold them accountable. They can give me feedback and, and obviously give me information about what's happening in each department, but then I can hold them accountable to making sure they're keeping their department on track. Now, um, what we've done also recently, we used to do these last week, uh, last year, sorry, we used to do these weekly, but we've actually pushed them now into monthly and that is one-on-one. So each HOD we'll have a one-on-one meeting with every single person in their department, right? And this is just really an opportunity for each team member to, again, have a voice and for them to feel listened to um, and to, you know, open up in a one-on-one setting about anything that, that might be bothering them or maybe talk about their future and their goals and their dreams and their aspirations and how they're tracking and also for the hot to give them feedback as well so that it doesn't get too long away, like it's not six months' time and then that person gets feedback that they're not performing very well. So each month we're going to be doing that this year, even though last year was weekly. Um, what we we're also doing this year as well is we've included a 100-day plan meeting. And obviously, this is only going to be relevant for the first 100 days. And so if you did miss that episode, um, what happened is basically on the first day back in, um, of the working year, I wrote up a, hundred, a, a letter or a plan for a hun- the first 100 days. And this is a list, an itemized list of things that the business was going to achieve and accomplish within the first 100 days. It's a really big and bold and um, ambitious And in order to achieve these massive goals we've set for ourselves in the first 100 days, then there has to be a high level of accountability. And so what we're going to do each and every week is we have a totally separate meeting, which is our 100-day plan meeting, where all we talk about is an update on each of those itemized um, uh, actions and the progress so far and any obstacles that are getting in the way in order, um, any obstacles that are in the way from us achieving it by the due date. And so we can break those down and problem solve them so we don't actually fall behind on any of those things. In addition to that, we have performance appraisals, which we do quarterly. They are formalized performance appraisals on each person. And lastly, we do a annual pay review meeting. So we only allow our team to request a pay rise once a year. So, and if they miss that deadline, then they have to wait um, until the next cycle. So they, it, it really eliminates you know, that awkward conversation all the time about like, well, such and such got a pay rise and I want a pay rise and I don't think I'm getting paid enough. We have a strict policy in the business that people know we only do pay reviews once a year and uh, we will look based on and we will do pay rises in accordance of merit um, and obviously rank and promotion and things like that as well. So they're really our eight or, or nine meetings that we do each and every week, day, month, um, and year. 
There's a couple other ones that I haven't thrown in, like obviously our quarterly budgeting and, and accounts meetings and things like that. Um, but really from an operational sense, these are the ones that are really relevant that I think that you could probably listen to and go, yeah, I could probably apply some of those meetings to my business. Now, you might turn around and say, Billy, that's a lot of meetings. And that's that's true. And a lot of um, high-level CEOs often criticize having meetings in a business, but they don't necessarily criticize the meeting. They criticize the length of the meeting. <clears throat> and unless you have a strict agenda that you're talking about beforehand, um, unless you keep on task and you... Um, and you have a specific time frame that you must complete the meeting by, then meetings can drag out. They can uh, really um, erode productivity. And so you really have to have somebody chairing each meeting, even if it's just the two of you. I really need to stress this point. Even if it's just the two of you, you have to have somebody who's like time checker, keeping notes, sticking to the agenda, and making sure they're short, sharp, short, sharp and productive. Okay, so what you need to do before any meeting is to firstly circulate an agenda. So these are the items what I want to talk about, put anything on the agenda that you want to talk about. And then the start of the meeting, now you have your list of items for, um, for that meeting. You want to be as quick as possible. A lot, of, um, a lot of big companies like Google, they do stand-up meetings, so you're not actually allowed to sit down during a meeting. And the reason for that is because nobody really wants to be standing up for long periods of time. So people tend to talk quite quickly and um, they don't mess around during the meetings. And the last thing you want to do is make sure you take notes during every meeting as well. So the last thing you want to do is have this really great meeting. Everyone leaves pumped. Three days later, you're halfway through the list of items that you can remember that you had to do, but then you can't remember the second half and nobody's taken accurate notes about the meeting. So please make sure you have a note taker um, for each of the meetings that you have in your business. And the last thing I want to do is quickly talk about the different meetings you would have as part of your um, daily, weekly, and monthly schedule in any hair and beauty business. The first one being a daily huddle. Daily huddle should be happening every single day without fail. It's every single day without fail. And you should be having these um, with all of your team. And you want to get your team in around about 20 minutes before their shift starts to all come together, discuss what the day is, what's in store for the day, um, how yesterday went, whether or not you have any VIP clients coming for the day, what is the, day, the day's target, what are individual targets. And something else you can do is like pull out products from the, the retail shelf and just quickly ask one or two people in the team to sell it to the group. And you get into that habit and people get nervous about them get, getting picked out. So what they end up doing is learning the products really well. You can do other exercises as well. Like if someone's struggling with retail and they say, oh, it's because, I do, um, it's because I do a lot of waxing. Then as a team, you can walk around the salon and go, okay, we'll pick products that you could possibly sell with any waxing treatment. And when, what ends up happening when you do a little exercise like that, people see that, wow, there's actually quite a lot of products that I could bring into my waxing treatment that I could um, sell as an add-on, as an upgrade or works you know, um, or you could work certain conversation into that treatment to sell different products in the business. And so having those daily huddles gets people's mindset right, gets them focused on the day, knowing what they have to achieve. And so it's a really, really important part of the day. And again, it doesn't matter whether or not you've got a split shift, if you've got people starting at 10 o'clock, others at 11 o'clock, some at 8.30, it doesn't matter. At the start of the day, you have a daily huddle where you address the people who are starting the day, um, sorry, who are opening the doors that day, you address those people as a team and get them on track for a productive day. That's where you're going to hit your targets. Okay, the second thing you want to do is have a weekly manager's meeting if you do have a manager. Now, if you don't have a manager's meeting, I would certainly recommend you um, still take like an hour, half an hour and sit by yourself and do these things if you are the manager and that's it. Um, or alternatively, pick your senior stylist or senior uh, beauty therapist or someone senior in the business to work with you. It doesn't matter how you structure your meeting, um, but what does matter is that you actually spend a 
a period of time each week going through these things. And they are things like staffing, training, clients, ordering, our graphs. So graphs are like where we look at key metrics and KPIs for the business. Um, rostering, things like that. It's really to, to do with the admin and operations of the business. And you should be doing that every single week. My recommendation would be to have that around um, as soon as you can on a Monday morning, if, you, if that's the first day of the week, whereas you, or if you start on a Tuesday, have that uh, first thing on a Tuesday. Um, the other meeting you should be having weekly is a sales meeting. This is different to a manager's meeting. A lot of people would say, why don't you just throw it into the manager's meeting? Um, for me, sales is, a, is the most important topic for your business. Okay? Without sales, you have no money. Without money, you have no business. You must, must, must be great at sales and you must dedicate um, a good chunk of time and resources into that department of your business. So having a weekly sales meeting where you break down the, the business um, the average dollar sale, um, the number of um, number of sales that were made, what were your top retail sellers? Um, who like go through each of your team members? Did they hit their minimum? Why not? Um, who was who made commission? All of those different numbers have to be done during your sales meeting. And again, you should be having this at the very start of the week so you know exactly what you need to do for the rest of the week. Um, if you had a bad week the week before, you have to throw that, chuck that on now and obviously make that up. Um, if you had a great week the week before, then use that as motivation to continue that on. So a weekly sales meeting is absolutely critical to the success of your business. What you also want to do is have a weekly accounts meeting. Now, this can be done with your bookkeeper. If you have a bookkeeper, it can be done with your account. If you use your account or if you have an account that you work with instead of a bookkeeper, but it doesn't matter who you're doing it with, you must have a weekly accounts meeting where you go through your profit and loss, you go through your balance sheet, um, and you look at your income and expenditure from the week before. Right. It, again, it is vital that you do this every single week. And the last one you should be doing is having a monthly marketing meeting where you're looking at the campaign that's currently active or the campaign that's just ended, and then you're planning out the next couple of months' campaigns as well. So you should never have like a situation where you're planning next month's marketing. You should always be planning at least three months ahead, if not 12, but if, if you can. Um, if you can do 12 months, then do that, but if not, a minimum of three months. And so by having monthly marketing meetings, you're consistently then reviewing the current campaigns or the ones that have just ended, but also keeping ahead and making sure that you're planning um, as you should as a business owner to keep your marketing where it needs to be. So they're the meetings I would be having as a, as a hair and beauty business owner. It would be daily huddles, um, weekly managers meeting, weekly sales meeting, monthly marketing meeting, and a weekly accounts meeting. So like I said at the start, I know this subject is a little bit dry, but I do think it's very, very important. And I do think it's something that's over um, overlooked by a lot of businesses because they see themselves as being too small. Um, it is not true. The smallest businesses um, who do this are the most successful businesses because of the reasons I said at the very start, which are there's transparency, there's focus. Um, it allows people to get on with their work and they're not getting stuck in the, in the conversations that are happening through the week and, um, and allows for a lot more accountability. So that's it. I hope you've loved this episode. I really hope you've got something from it. And if you have, then please make sure you take a screenshot right now, upload it onto your social media. If you haven't done so yet, if you've been listening into these 365 days, we're up to date like 60 something now, 63, 64 or something. If you have not yet put a screenshot up on your story, then today is the day. Do it today. Share the love. Share the, the episode about the meetings. Let people know that this is what they should be doing in their business. And you don't know how much you could change the life of someone simply by uploading onto social media. You would certainly change mine. So I really appreciate that. Have a great night tonight. Enjoy your Saturday night if it is a Saturday night for you. I'll be back tomorrow for a Sunday edition of the podcast. Until then, see you guys. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official.
You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman. Thank you.